Hello, it's great to have you on the C Generation Devotional. Remember, you're a chosen generation and God wants to shine his light on the world through you. Psalm 71 verse 15 says, My mouth will tell about your righteousness and your salvation all day long, though I cannot sum them up. Our Father, we thank you for your blessings and all the great and mighty things that you do in our lives. Father, help us to testify of your goodness, to testify of your righteousness, so that the people that hear our testimonies will be encouraged and will be drawn to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Our yesterday's devotional, we established that every believer is meant to be a minister of God. And for me, a minister of God is someone who represents God in whatever space they find themselves in. And they take advantage of every opportunity to promote the kingdom of God. Now, the Bible character we'll be studying today is someone who is rarely mentioned, often overlooked, and most people will hardly ever even consider her as a minister of God. But from her story, we will see how she represented God in the marketplace. So let's read about her from 2 Kings chapter 5, starting from verse 1 to 8. It says, Now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. And the Syrians had gone out on raids and had brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel. She waited on Naaman's wife. Then she said to her mistress, If only my master were with the prophet who is in Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, Thus and thus said the girl who is from the land of Israel. Then the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. Then he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, now be advised, when this letter comes to you, that I have sent Naaman, my servant, to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. And it happened when the king of Israel read the letter, that he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and make alive, that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy? Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. So it was when Elisha, the man of God, heard the king of Israel had torn his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So from the story, we see that Naaman was a commander of the Syrian army, and the Bible tells us that he was a great warrior, but unfortunately, he had a terribly contagious disease called leprosy. And because of the highly infectious nature of the disease, lepers are usually not allowed to live in the same community with regular people because of the fear that they would infect others and spread the disease. So they would normally be in isolation, separate from everyone else. So for Naaman to have been allowed to remain the commander of the Syrian army despite his terrible illness, he must have been extremely valuable to the king of Syria. But I can imagine the kind of stigma and discrimination and discomfort that Naaman would have been facing. But then this little slave girl 
who was captured and taken away from her home in Israel and became a servant to Naaman's wife, did not wallow in grief, self-pity, and hatred for the people who deprived her of her freedom. Instead, she saw herself as a representative of God in Naaman's house, and she seized the opportunity that she had to showcase God's saving power. She identified the problem or the need in Naaman's life and proffered a solution by pointing Naaman to the God of Israel when she directed him to the great prophet in Israel who could heal Naaman of his disease. Naaman went to Elisha and was instructed to go and wash in the Jordan River seven times and he was completely healed of his leprosy. But the greatest part of the story is that not only was Naaman healed physically, but he came in contact with the God of Israel and he acknowledged him as the only true God. 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 15 says, Naaman returned to the man of God, he and all his aides, and came and stood before him. And he said, Indeed, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. This for me is the greatest testimony and the lesson for us here is that when we meet the needs of people and solve their problems, we have an opportunity to draw the attention to Jesus Christ who is the ultimate solution provider. People are more open to listen to our testimonies about Jesus Christ when we show them that we care by meeting their needs. The question we should ask ourselves is, how can we meet someone's need or solve someone's problem today in our lives, you know, so that we can use the opportunity to lead such people to Jesus Christ? If the little servant girl could do it, so can we. So I really hope that you've learned something at today's devotional. And if you've been blessed, please remember to follow, like, and share on your favorite platforms like Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or Google, all at C Generation Devotional. And if you'd like to get in touch, please send a DM on Instagram. So have an amazing day. God bless you.